Does your self-talk need a revamp? We got you. Stay tuned. All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. 
I'm Brittany, the joke-cracking, detail-oriented friend who is always down the road when you need her. For the legal stuff, though, not the illegal stuff. And I'm Germany, the loyal friend who keeps you laughing. I'm a ray of sunshine, and you can always find me on the dance floor. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, queens. And whoever else is listening. Yes. Whoever else. Welcome back, boo-boo babies. Welcome. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Easing into the new year, getting it done. Mm -hmm. Just got back from Columbia. How was Columbia? <laughs> I don't know why I did. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Columbia was nice. I was there for 13 days, which was a long ass time, y'all. I don't think you realize. Maybe I, I don't want to speak for y'all. I didn't realize how much I would miss being home and like having my routines and doing my thing as I did. But it was nice. We started off just a little solo alone time on the coast of Colombia, Santa Marta. Santa Marta. Santa Marta. Um, really beautiful resort. I'll tell the full story over on Patreon because it's, it's, it's a story to tell. Okay. Um, but we were a really beautiful resort. Just the two of us. And um, then kicked off the family leg of the tour, the extendo clip, mm -hmm. where we traveled to uh, Armenia, where his family's from, and uh, stayed there for the remaining eight, eight to nine days. Brought in the new year there with family. And uh, yeah, nice, nice, slow, relaxed time. So how about you? Um, I'm doing really good. I've just been maxing and relaxing, getting things in place. I realize that I have to be way more organized than I have been. So I've been taking the time to just really get my organization together and trying not to put too much pressure on myself to have it all together at once because I was feeling a little anxiety like, oh, my God, I got to have this shit yeah. together. But I'm like, you know what? I can take my time. I can be diligent. But I can take my time to get it together and make sure it's gotten together right. I did reschedule my test. Oh. So I was supposed to be taking it on February 10th. But I just did not feel prepared. Um, I didn't feel prepared. So I rescheduled my test to the next testing window, which is in May. Okay. How, um, how did you feel about that? At first, I felt like. I was talking to Kayla and I was like, do you think I should just take it and see? Because I, I was realizing the messaging that I was telling myself that was like, well, a lot of people fail it the first time. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that messaging. I need to do what I need to do and right. take the time that I need to take to prepare to pass the first, first time, time. Period. Just getting life together. Yes. Just getting life together. Love and it. I will say that we've been getting a lot of rain here in L.A., and that's been helping slow me down. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I don't want to slow down. I'm happy you're being slowed down, but I don't want the ratings and the and the um that the flowers to slow down. And they haven't. They haven't. They've actually gone up. We have already hit a thousand. We ratings. have. We have. And I'm thankful for that. We would love for you all to share the episodes. Yes. Share them on your social media pages. Share them with your homegirls. Y'all know the power of word of mouth. It matters. It really the fuck does. Do your thing. Um, also, join us over on Patreon. Our community over on Patreon is thriving. I love chatting with y'all in the Discord. That's where we um, 
talk about all of the things, all of the self-improvement talk that we have here on the podcast. We take it over to our group chat over on Discord. So if that's something that you're interested in, in addition to journal prompts, affirmations, playlists, all of the things, just get on over there. Mm-hmm. I definitely built my whole new reading list off of the Patreon Discord. Yeah. I, I actually p- picked up in a, a book as well. Thanks, Fish. Yes. Got your recommendation and it's coming along well. This is inspiring me. It's creating more content for the things that we're doing here. It is. So thank y'all. Reading is powerful. It is. And I, I, you know, I tried to say I wasn't a reading girl, but I am a reading girl. I am. I'm affirming myself. This is the perfect affirmation for this episode. She's a reading girl. She's a reading girl. She's a reading girl because I'm already a book and a half down into the new year. Okay. I read You Made a Full of Death Death with your beauty. With your beauty. I read that in one day. It's so good. I read it in one day. Stop playing with me. Girl. It was done in one day. Stop playing on the flight. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. If you haven't already, get in our Discord and you can get more book recommendations. (laughs) (laughs) And that's just that old And that information is down in the show notes. Also, this year, this is the year. The clock is ticking. What? We are about to head out. Yeah. We're about to head out. We're going to be in El Salvador for our She Connects Unlocking Sisterhood retreat. We have literally a handful of slots left for week two. So if you're feeling spontaneous or yeah. maybe if it's been brewing on your spirit to pull the trigger, now is the time. If you want to join us on our seven day retreat in the jungle of Costa Rica, where we're going to be doing so many good things. Yeah. Keep an eye out on our social media page because we are feeling kind of generous and might be giving a discount, a little flash sale, if you will. Mm-hmm. And let's back up a little bit because we can't go through this episode without really showing our love to our patrons. Oh, I want to yes. shout them out. Oh, let's shout them out. Shout them out. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to I, say I, I, Fuck it. Here we go. Nakia, girl, welcome to the game. Yeah. Samantha. Hey, girl. Hey, Samantha. And Tamra. Hey, Tamra. Welcome. We had to stop and double back and say what's up to y'all. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being a part of our special community. There's no us without you. Today, honey, we are still in our New Year Better You series. New Year Better You. I'm loving it already. I am feeling lucky. I'm feeling lucky and I'm feeling empowered. Same. I'm feeling like I have what I need. We're getting what we need because there's a lot more on the table. There is. There's a lot more on the table. Now, what's on today's table? Tell me. (laughs) It's It's a chicken salad. (laughs) It's necessary because, you know, if you're, you know, doing your things at the top of the year, I know everybody's new year starts at a different time. Yeah, yeah. Don't come for us. But if your new year starts in January. Right. And you're doing some evaluation on, you know, how things are going, how you want things to go differently. It's not always like the habits or the essentialism. So a part of it is self. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How are you showing up? And when we just when we were thinking about episode topics, we said we need to think about how we're talking to ourselves because we have been honest about how our self-talk is not always the best. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I said that that's one of the things that I wanted to leave in 2022. Listen. Being critical of myself and being so hard on myself. So today's episode is about the way we're talking to ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we know affirmations. We've seen them everywhere. Right. But if we're being honest they have been a part of our practice on a surface level. Right. I'm I'm talking for myself. I don't no, know. No, you're talking for me too. Okay. <laughs> you're talking for me too. Yeah, on a surface level, there's really a lot to get out of affirmations and I don't feel like we've squeezed the juice out of it. 
is giving lemon slices. You know, you put a little slice of lemon on a salmon before you broil it. You know, just like <laughs> it's like that. It little ain't like decor. A, it, it, exactly. It's not a full cup of lemonade. It's, it's a just garnish. a few slices, a mm-hmm. few garnishes, right? And there is there's a lot to get out of affirmations, and really not just affirmations. Talking to yourself nicely, believing in yourself, empowering yourself creating the world that you really want to live in through your imagination and the words that you're speaking, constantly manifesting and affirming yourself and being really nice to yourself, being really sweet to yourself. For real, for real. Tender. Yeah. To me, when I first stumbled upon affirmations, I'm like, this feels kind of silly. Yeah. Repeating these statements. I am powerful. Right. I am kind. What is it? You are smart. You are smart. You, you are patient. Kind. You are oh. kind. Oh, is that what you say? You important. You important. You is beautiful. Tell me. Tell that, me. but it can feel a little silly, like repeating them, especially when I'm like, this shit ain't true. Right. <laughs> shit ain't. Yes. That, that is something because there, there's oftentimes a disconnect from what it is that we're saying and what it is that we truly believe or feel. But y'all know. There's a science behind affirmations and the power of the way the mind works. If you remember, if you recall, we had our reclaim the brain, (laughs) reclaim the brain, what it is now, (laughs) y'all. It was our series where we talked about how we are building neural um, pathways through neuroplasticity and just all things brain, honey. Yeah, reprogramming the brain. Reprogramming the brain. Affirmations do the same thing. We're building new pathways through just talking about creating new realities our brain can't tell the difference between what we're imagining and what's real so when we're telling ourselves and speaking highly of ourselves and speaking what it is that we want to come to fruition about ourselves the brain's like all right i'm rocking with it yeah don't fucking know no different and that in and of itself is empowering it is it's empowering i ain't even gotta be living in this great in, in this reality yeah <laughs> you don't you don't and it really just puts us back in the driver's seat yeah something that seems silly or pointless mm-hmm. or like it's not working we really have the power to reprogram our our reality yes and once we really own that and start taking action life changes things will start to change things will start to shift but if we sit still and say that that doesn't work, that doesn't work, and never move, then shit won't change. And we're not doing that this year, y'all. This is a year for change. This is a year for tiny, marginal, atomic habits and shifts so that we really show up next year. We don't even got to wait until next year. We can start showing up right now, Mm -hmm. here today, and look up in a few weeks, a few months, and look back and say, wow, what a difference. I'm looking forward to that. And there's another thing I'm looking forward to. We've got a conversation with the one and only Tony Jones coming up right after this. Y'all sit down, strap your seatbelts because we are going on a ride. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and 
also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories, like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story, but now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling, but with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. 
for a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, a lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Court Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Okay, y'all. So the title of the episode is Talk To You Nice. We always want other people to talk to us nice, but sometimes the way we talk to ourselves is just... Foul. Not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not good. It's not Reckless. good. It's not, it's not in alignment with the people that we want to be. So we have... An amazing guest, none other than Tony Jones. She is a former women and youth mental health advocate, now an affirmation musician. Her music inspires us to do better, be better, feel better. So we thought that this was a perfect person to talk to today. So, Tony, welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. Brittany gave a, a nice little general overview of who you are, but walk our girls through. How you got here, how you transitioned from the mental health space to being an affirmation musician, because those paths are so different. Yeah, super different. Well, my academic background is psychology. I'm like a human behavior neuroscience nerd. And so um, when I started my coaching business, I was doing that for about six years and I was helping women heal from workaholism. And affirmations was a part of that work just a little bit, but really more so walking them down the mindset shifting 
from being, you know, a workaholic to into their well-being, like integrating their work ethic and their well-being. And I found myself, you know, in a space where my clients were benefiting from my depletion. And so in 2018, I was just like, yeah, this is not going to work out, you know, and I had a full time position working in Detroit public schools. And I love that job, but I really wanted to see my business, you know, financially profit in the successful ways. And so through meditation and prayer, I said, God, give me something, give me a new idea, give me something. Cause I'm a very creative person. But at this point I was just like, I don't have nothing. Yeah. And through med, you know, through meditation and prayer, God gave me affirmation music. It was literally like Eureka. And I started Googling like affirmation music and nobody had coined that term. And I was just like, damn, I get to do this. So I started researching like different artists that may be like similar to that and no shade to them. But it just wasn't it wasn't bopping the way yeah. that I would wanted to bop. It, it kind of had corny <laughs> It kind of felt corny. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I want to be powerful, but I wanted to bop, you know? And so I was like, I got to do it now because I knew I had an ear, but I never had music as part of my vision in life. It was never my goal. It was never my vision board. It was nothing I ever pursued in life. And so I think it was in 20, yeah, 2019, I launched Affirmation for the Grown Ass Woman during Women's History Month. And like two weeks later, my whole life just started to crumble. And I'm just like, dang, is it because I released this album? Like I lost mm. my job. I lost so many. I, I won't say I lost because hindsight, I know that I had to release to be who I am today. Mm-hmm. So um, my intention behind that first album was to increase my clientele and help my clients practice well being on the go. But the way that that album took off, I was like, Ooh, I'm making a little money. Like maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. And then it was so easy. It was the first thing I ever created without doubt. Mm-hmm. I was very sure of myself that this was special, you know, but it, I didn't think that it would become something that it became. And so at the end of 2020, I said, you know what? I'm going to close my coaching business. I did start a membership community, though, to supplement that so my clients could transition over and still have access to me. So I started the membership community to do group coaching. But, yeah, I started to pursue, you know, affirmation music full time to end of 2020, started performing for the first time in my life in 2021. And I'm out here. (laughs) That is crazy. That's so crazy. It's wild. Well, yeah, it's wild. That's yeah. better. It's yeah. better. That's wild. Uh-huh. Um, but it's it's wild when you have to start leaning into the thing that you're doing, right? Because you didn't even anticipate that it was going to blow up the way it would. And now you're performing. Child, once they would have put a mic in my hand to go out in the front of a crowd, <laughs> I would have said, wait. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know we I, were doing this. I didn't know we were going to be in front of a crowd. I was terrified. I think this past summer, well, last year was just, oh. Y'all, the healing that I had to do last year was nuts. It was just Mm. nuts. I won't say I hit rock bottom because I've hit rock bottom before, but it was low. It was lower than I've ever felt before. And the healing that I had to do, it was like, I think I released my last, like, I given a fuck, you know? Like, I I released Mm, my last one. And so when I released it, it was like, immediately I went into performing. I immediately went into artists. It was like something clicked at me, clicked inside my mind. Like you've been, 
you watched us your whole life. You grew up in church. You watched the Clark sisters. You watched the Winans. You watched Yolanda Adams. You watched Cece and Bibi. You know what to do. Express yourself. You're a, you're a melanin woman. You know how to show up. Don't be scared of the stage. And it just clicked. It was just like, once I stopped giving a fuck, it was like immediately that ministry in me just showed up. And so I was like, yeah, I can do this. And so now I get on stage and I'm, I'll say I get a little nervous, but I turn on, you know? Yeah. Channeling that energy. I channel that energy. Well, you are on when I'm listening to the music. It's funny that you said that um, you made this in 2019. I feel like that was definitely alignment because in 2020 is when I stumbled upon your affirmation music in a time where I needed it the most. I think one of my sororers shared it um, in the group chat. She was just like, listen to this, y'all, like, you know, to give us the motivation, encouragement that we needed during that time. So once you look back, everything happens for a reason, because you said that what you were going through in 2019 inspired you to create this material that we were able to really grab a hold of. And yes. use on in 2020 because baby listen that take up space it kind of speaks to what you were just saying with being on the stage like you have to tell yourself I belong here I have what it takes and your cadence and the beat I was in my bathroom the other day like yes take up spaces <laughs> breaking it the fuck down okay I'm like this, yes this is what we need and you even said that um there's a lot of affirmation music that exists but it just does not hit like this and when you are really looking to affirm yourself and feel better you want something that has resonance Mm -hmm. so I feel like your work definitely gives us that resonance along with the motivational words that we need so thank you for that for real you're welcome let's take it back to childhood when you were younger do you feel like there was like an affirmation or something that you needed that you just didn't have to get you through where you were going through. It can be like younger childhood or maybe even like young adulthood. Whenever you felt like, you know what? I need some affirmation. You know, church in the Bible was like my affirmation. It really was like, I love Christian culture. Mm -hmm. It was all I knew. You know, the way that we expressed ourselves, the way we danced, the way we expressed emotion in church, shouting all over the place, throwing our bodies, crying, all that type stuff. And so, you know, church became a place where I got to really get intimate with spirit. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily affirmation. It was scripture. It was it was the word of God to to see and seek and ask questions that my spirit was yearning for. Because I mean, to be honest with you, ever since I was seven years old, I remember wanting to be like Jesus. And it wasn't like, I want to be a Christian. It was like, that man can turn water into wine. He can walk on water. He can raise the sick. He can, I mean, he can heal the sick and raise the dead. I'm like, I need, I need to know how to do that. You know? So I miracles and magic, that, that's what Jesus represented to me was magic. And because I grew up on Rainbow Bright and Care Bears and cartoons that had all to do with magic and miracles. I'm like, I go to this church three times, four times a week. Why am I not learning how to do this type of work? You know, but nobody was talking about performing miracles. And so I just kind of ignored that desire. 
for the rest of my life. I was just like, that's not something that you actually pursue as a believer, as a Christian or as a human being. I'm like, nobody talks about like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my grind to perform miracles. Nobody's talking that type of language. So I thought something was wrong with me. I thought something was weird for me to have this passionate desire for miracles. And so going to church, reading the Bible, going to these conferences, that was kind of like my affirmation. That was where I sought out positive things to affirm, you know, who I am and what I have faith in. I love that. For sure. I still, I still go there too. I Listen. was reading the devotion the other day and it was like, you are perfect. You need to see yourself in the image that God sees you in. I said, affirmation, I am perfect. Exactly. You got to draw on it. <laughs> no, it's, it's There's real. so many places and ways you can affirm yourself. We too, we too are believers. It's like, mm, let me draw on my spirit. You yeah. got to go there first because sometimes we don't see ourselves that way. That's the gentle reminder, girl. Somebody else sees it. He sees me as perfect and I am perfect. No, that's yeah. all That's all self-love is. It's keeping that same energy that God has for you, that oxygen has for you that the sun and the sky has for you like no matter what you do no matter what you don't do it's always there accessible abundant accessibility for you to take advantage of to live your life you know and so there's one scripture in the bible that describes the devil as uh the accuser of the brethren accusing you so when you pay attention to your self-talk when you criticize when you ruminate on what happened that what didn't work out for your good and your disappointments in the past and hurt and pain, all you're doing is accusing your life. So you're like matching your tongue with the tongue of darkness about you. So it's like self-talk and affirmation and self-love is a very supernatural, I'll say, ability because you're literally changing the channel in your mind. And you're saying, no, I'm going to speak, I'm going to feel, and I'm going to think the highest way of me. I'm going to match that same energy of God and nature. You know, I'm going I'm to show up for me no matter where I'm at in life. You're you already preaching, okay? You, yeah. you belong on a stage, on a pulpit. <laughs> you belong there. Um, but Tony, you know, you just mentioned self-love and thinking about self-love and self-worth. Right now, there are people, so many women, girls listening to this podcast, and some are probably saying affirmations. It's probably sounding foreign to them. They might not even believe in this magic that you're talking about Mm -hmm. because sometimes our self-worth is so low, right? Our self-love for ourselves is so low. We don't even know where to start to even begin thinking about how do I affirm myself? What would you recommend for someone who needs to even get over that hump before they can believe in the power of affirmation. Well, that's why I created the music because as soon as you push play, you can't deny it. When I wrote Affirmations for the Grown Ass Women's nine songs, and I created those nine songs to represent the nine months it takes for a woman to create human life because I wanted women, as soon as they push play, they could grow the woman of their dreams from within. That was my intention. Everything that I create, I have the intention of like, make this undeniable. Let it seep through those places that a book or a retreat can get into within. I want to get in, and music has that ability. It, music has a medicinal legacy. It was always in an ancient and early civilization. And even in a lot of um, kingdoms, music was used as medicine. And, you know, as modern civilization arise, music became predominantly, you know, entertainment. But 
whether you believe in affirmations, whether you practice affirmations, whether you don't believe in magic, whether you don't believe in your own power, just push play, push play and just sit with it and watch what comes up in you. When you listen to those words, watch what that music does to your mind, to your feelings, watch what it brings up inside of you and just keep a record of that journal. What, how did I feel? What did I think? Did it resonate with me? Did it trigger me? Did it make me want to turn it off because it brought up too many emotions? Because that's what my music does. It immediately catapults you into self-awareness of where your heart is, where your soul is, and what your thoughts are actually saying. It's like it gives a language to a higher thought that you've been trying to translate, you know, for yourself. So, and the only reason why I say that is like push play on the music is because that's what a lot of, a lot of people that listen to my music are people that weren't like checking for affirmations. They like this music made me believe that self-talk is like a major cheat code. It truly is because I struggle with, there's a lot that I'm confident about. There's a lot I love about myself, but my negative self-talk will get the best of me. Even if it's just putting me a place of fear where I feel like I can't move through it or I, I, We have to really tell ourselves, you can do this. You are made for this. This is possible for you because there's so many external factors. Even us not seeing it happen a lot will make us feel like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's not possible for me. People aren't doing what I'm doing. This podcast is a real example of that. I don't know anybody who's close to me who has a podcast on the level that we have a podcast. And every day, every time we sit down, it takes a lot of intentionality and belief that this is a thing that we are supposed to do. Right. You know, it, it's it's a lot of, you got to really go there with yourself and I'll be going there with myself. Maybe listen. Yeah. And I, and I like to tell people in, in comprehensible, relatable ways, like you got to know thyself. All the gurus, all the ancient texts, all the philosophers, no matter what religion they were from, no matter what their spiritual beliefs were, all that information points to one thing. Know thyself. They all fundamentally believe that. Know thyself. And that does not mean know your purpose, know your gifts, know your, no, let's talk about know your design. How does your brain work? How does your DNA work? How does your heart actually, what is, what makes it a heart? How does your gut work? The three brains, whether your audience knows this or not, the three brain, the three brains in our bodies are our mental brain, this, the one that's in our skull, our heart and our gut. We have more transmitters going to our brain more than tr- neurotransmitters going to our gut. There is a communication system of intelligence in our bodies and we are programmable beings. So it's not about having confidence in some magical recipe to be positive. It's about knowing how you're designed. We you know how you're designed. You realize I learned insecurity. I learned fear. I was programmed to but not believe in myself. I was programmed to be trauma identified. I, you see what I'm saying? It's like K through 12 education, no, no shade to public education, but that part of our lives, those systems have our attention and our early development of our mindsets. Majority of the day, majority of the year, majority of our lives for 18 years. And we end up identifying our existence through working, through producing, through performing. Now you have these new ideas of like, I'm more than my productivity. My rest is productivity. My beingness is top tier priority. These new ideas that are coming against a mindset, a program that's had 
the nourishment of systems and society and religion and school and family and relationships and music and entertainment. And you got these new ideas coming against decades of programming. So we have to understand knowing yourself, knowing how you're designed, knowing how you work is very important for you to make that paradigm shift in embodying the new ideas that you know. Just as much as you got all of that programming over and over and over again, the repetition over the years, that's exactly what we have to do with these new ideas. Practice and self-love, listening to ideas and thoughts and conversations and you know, things that talk about these concepts about your power that equip you and empower you to actually practice self-love as a lifestyle, not just as something to just get you through and cope through life. Mm. Yeah. Now that and being gentle with ourselves, that's what I'm being gentle, being gentle. When something comes up, I'm just accepting it and working through it, because I think that's also something to say about affirmations, the affirmations that have been shared, the way we kind of see them and experience them are just like, OK, really chipper, positive. I'm going to have a good day. I am a positive person. And it's not always it's not always about just admitting you're a positive person or having these like really surface affirmations. It's about recognizing where you are and appreciating and loving yourself, even in that moment, even if it's imperfect. You know, that part is still perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, grace. Exactly. It is grace. grace. And I and Tony, you mentioned like really knowing thyself. I think so many of us are scared to really know ourselves because we're scared of what we're going to find out the parts of us that maybe we're not so happy about, but we really need to like run towards ourselves and dive in. And like you said, really get to know our design in the best way to reprogram the shadow parts of ourselves so that we can thrive. And I would ask you, like even as someone who's a self-affirmation expert and who believes deeply in this work, when the inevitable adversity comes up, how do you keep your faith? Like, what do you do when it's like, okay. When life gets to life. It gets When real. the 2019 season hits. Yes. You know, y'all, I don't. <laughs> 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 I've spent so much time oh, healing and learning and seeking. And when life hits, when life gets to life and like really hits you at the core, and seemed like with all my work goes out the door. And I'm just like, where is this powerful woman at? Where is she at? Where are my tools? Why am I having a, such a hard time? And I realize sometimes it's okay to break. Sometimes it's okay to ask for help because you can't help yourself. Girl, you're about to bring me to tears. Oh, <laughs> go ahead and break it. No, I don't want to. No, I know. It's because because something in me because sometimes it the path the journey requires that for you to let everybody down disappoint everybody and allow yourself to break and cry and take a pause because more than likely whatever is hurting whatever life has triggered in you to be that weak And that vulnerable and tender, that pain, that trigger is trying to get to some stuff that you've suppressed to survive. And the more you allow life to happen through you and open you up, even if it hurts, even if it feels sharp, when you allow it to open you up, all you're doing is creating space for the joy to go deeper, 
for the grace to come deeper, for the harmony and peace to where you end up brushing your teeth. And you're like, why do I feel so much joy just brushing my teeth? Why is this gratitude overwhelming me for just eating fruit today or eating my favorite cupcake? Because you've allowed the pain of life to pierce through all the toughness that you've had to, you know, embody to survive life. And now you get to open up to where you get to feel the other side of life that's here, the presence the, the, the beauty of life, the magic of life that you would never have seen if you just kept yourself tough and just push through or you just try to pray yourself on or, but allowing yourself to just say, I ain't got it. I don't, I, I need, I need help. Made me not have it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so to answer your question, I mean, I would love to say, well, this is what I do. Or this is my three how to's or this is my recipe. But that's not what it's been like for me. I, I maybe yeah. down my in my journey, I'll get, become more of a master at it. But I'm going to tell you, every time I've broken and every time I've hit that bottom, it's always put me on game. I've always catapulted afterwards. I've always got sexier. I've always gotten wiser. I've always learned deeper lessons. I've always healed more. So it's just like I'm less afraid of allowing myself to break in that way, you know, and experience my own humanity and fragility. I I can't say that I still try and prevent it, but I try and set boundaries so I don't allow other people to take me there, specifically men. But um, anyway, (laughs) but... That'll do it. That'll do it. So, so yeah, so that's how how it's been for me, you know, it's just allowing myself to just be like, okay, I'm fragile right now. I need help. Yeah. You know? You know, I really, what made me, I'm in tears, y'all. I was already, that just took me to the next place, another place that I didn't want to go. But I appreciated your vulnerability. Like you saying, "I, I don't always have it because that's really difficult for me to be completely vulnerable and honest and transparent. And it's something that I'm working on. And I know it's really scary. It is scary. It's, it's so scary. It's hard. It's scary. And it's hard because especially when you've been operating as the opposite for so long, it's like, who the fuck, how the fuck, what are people going to think? How is this going to feel? It feels very intimidating. And that's the part of me that makes me feel like, you know, I don't really like, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm working on like being more vulnerable with myself and just holding space, the same space that I hold for everybody else, because I like to think that I'm a really good friend and I'm a really good partner. And I'm always like, it's a, this is a soft place to land for you, you know, but then I don't always offer myself that little soft. Place. Yeah, you got to offer it to yourself. I know. Yeah, I get it. I'm going I'm to give you a cheat code. I'm going to give you a cheat code. Jesus. And. Yeah. And I'm telling Good. because because <laughs> right. And now I'm the, looking ugly, and y'all sitting here looking no. cute. <laughs> Girl, that is that's life. That's you life. Cute. But I will say this: up to this point, what I've learned is a major cheat code when it comes to vulnerability. Is really, and I I really want your audience to hear this when I say this. You have to be around people who value vulnerability just as much as you do. And I, when I mean value, I'm talking about you're invested, you are intentional, 
you are putting effort and energy towards opening yourself up, even if it's just an inch more. You are interested and curious about the power of vulnerability being embodied in your life because you know that is the path to get all the blessings, to receive all the blessings, not just financially, but emotionally to where when the blessings come and go, you're going to always be good because you're open to receive from life because you know that no matter what happens, you're going to always be good. You're going to always going to be taken care of. And when, when I say people, I'm talking about your tribe, your village. And I'll share this with you. I haven't shared this with a lot of people. I've shared this with my, uh, only a couple of my friends, but I, re- I realize my friends are the weirdos. My tribe are not the bad. It's not my tribe is not the bad bitches. I may look <laughs> like I, I like, I, this is a lot of swag right here, Yeah. but my, but my tribe is not swaggy. It's not the cool kids. It's the weirdos because that's who I am at the, at the heart. You know, the ones that are about expressing themselves, the ones that are messy, trying to figure it out in this mm-hmm. journey that have been committed to their healing, you know, and even some people who are esoteric. I'm not as esoteric as a lot of people, but at the end of the day, being around people that are like-minded, like-hearted and like-spirited as you, it doesn't mean that you can't enjoy other groups that you don't have as much common with and enjoy allies or acquaintances or people are you're friendly with, but your tribe, yeah, your village mm-hmm. are the people that are going to charge you and care for you the way that you want to be cared for. And if you don't have that, if someone's listening to me and they're like, Tony, I ain't got that. I don't even know where to begin. Like, I don't trust people. Like people yeah. fake, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Even if that's your experience, you have to entertain a mindset that doesn't even think about that. In order for you to, and, and, and I, I don't want to say this like this is a recipe. Like if you do this, you'll get it. I'm saying that you have to at least entertain and reimagine who you are with a pure mind to be open to attracting and magnetizing people that reflect you back at you in healthy ways, mm-hmm. in loving ways, in euphoric ways. I'm a living witness that is going to blow your mind when you start to experience people that love you in ways that you didn't have to ask for. And you're like, how did you know? It's because y'all connected to a spiritual Wi-Fi. Y'all on the same frequency. So I hope that lands for some people because this path and this journey is not for lone rangers. You have to have people to charge you. And I, as much as I'm learning to re-embrace men in positive ways because I've experienced a lot of hurt from them, I would have to say that I'm not talking about men. I'm talking about women. Yeah. Mm. I'm talking about girls connecting with the girls. Every time I've been in any transition, life transition, anytime I've hit quote unquote rock bottom or soft bottom where I'm most tender, most fragile. It was always women there. Men were nowhere around. Nowhere. Mm -hmm. If a man was around, I had to solicit it. Mm. But women, Always there. Yeah, you, you know, right ones, we're going to be like, we'll oh, rally up. We'll rally up. We'll rally up. So, with all that, because I said a lot, the takeaway is start to entertain the thought of who you are without the thought of not trusting people. Who are you without the thought of the past of what it's been like with people? Like, start to reimagine, like, who am I with a pure mind, a mm-hmm. pure expectation of good people coming my way? 
I'm worthy. I'm deserving of people that match my same energy. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's creating. It's create. It's yes. a creative thought. It's not, mm-hmm. you're not using the past as a reference point. You're using your truest desires. You're using your faith to create your reality from the inside out. And that is a gem. It's powerful. You powerful do have to create. You do have to create it, which can be hard mm-hmm. uh, to grasp when you're so used to something opposite of that. But we can just use our <laughs> will to want something different from what we've experienced. To just like you said in the beginning, think about magic. Because in the beginning, it does feel like magic. Sometimes things feel so fucking far away to where it's like, I have to go into a, a fantasy <laughs> land yeah. because I have not seen evidence of this and I want something different. So let me just get to dreaming. Yeah, absolutely. Turning into David Blaine in this bitch. <laughs> let me get to dreaming. Period. <laughs> So I have a question for you, Tony. Sure. When it comes to these affirmations, is there a difference if we're speaking them or writing them? Is one more powerful than the other? Are we in the journals? Are we in the shower? <laughs> Are we doing both? Um, both. I, so I, in my membership community, I say these phrases, divine technology. And when I mean by divine technology, divine technology are faculties that we have that aren't seen. So what do I mean by that? Divine technology is our imagination, our feelings, our emotions. Surrendering is another divine technology. Whatever you do physically to exercise that divine technology is powerful. So whether you have a thought that comes from the imagination, you feel that thought. What does it feel like to be in abundance? What do I do? What am I wearing? What type of mattress do I have? What is my room like? When you start yeah. to feel that, you start to envision that. And then you start to activate your speech. Mm-hmm. You speak that. You immediately take from the spirit world and bring it into the physical world of the present moment. If you take a pencil, you take a pen and you put it on paper, you immediately manifest it right into the real moment that materializes. So it's like you're ma- you're manifesting immediately. So it's not um, writing versus speaking. It's like double up on your technology. Right. Double and up. It's, 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 it's like if you have a business, it's like, is it more powerful to send emails or post on Instagram or get a CPA or register my business? It's like all that energy goes towards the growth of that yeah. business. So activate the divine technology, all your divine technology and what you're capable of and put that energy towards what you want to see in your life. So whether you're in the shower doing affirmations, whether you're writing it down, it's all part of the curation of materializing the reality that you see in, in your mind, and in your heart and in the spirit. Do it all, girls. Get in your bag, stay in your bag. Get in your bag, stay in your bag. Stay in your, yeah, <laughs> Period. You get deep in that bag. You know, so Tony, this is a, a question we like to ask all of our guests. So Black Girl Bravado to us is undeniable in your face boldness. So I would ask you, what has been your biggest moment of Black Girl Bravado to date? I will have to say affirmation music. Period. Yeah. <laughs> affirmation music has blown me, blown me away. 
it's destroyed so much of my world. It has created so much of my world that I didn't even know I wanted to experience. It has made mm-hmm. dreams come true. I never dreamed before. It is, it, it's nonstop. It's just, it's like, it, it's not, it's, it feels like it's not going to ever stop. Like affirmation music is going to continue to be something I live for the rest of my life. So it's, to create something without the attention of it being a big deal. And it happened really was a paradigm shift for me because I thought like many of us that you have to work hard and you have to put all the effort and you have to do all these things to make something happen. And all I did was something I never did before, mm-hmm. you know, for another reason I did it for my clients and then it became something that went all around the world. Y'all I had a lady email me and say, Tony, your song Energy Budget has helped me and my allies and the people I work with. We work with the Ukraine refugees and we all listen to Energy Budget so we don't wear ourselves out with helping the refugees. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Now you over there in Ukraine. Right. (laughs) You're all the way across the world. I'm like, wow. It's it's very... I have just thousands of testimonies of how this music has helped people quit drugs, you know, start their lives over. It's just been amazing. So I would have to say Black Girl Vibrato has definitely been affirmation music. I love that. I love that. Tony, what is your favorite affirmation? If you have a favorite, maybe in this season you have a favorite. My favorite affirmation is I create a life. I enjoy that I love and that I'm proud of and whatever I create from this space helps other people do the same. And that's a powerful that one. That is. It's layered. A, it it's is. layered and powerful. Yes. I love that. I'm going to take that one and put it in my journal. Yes. I love that. Tony, thank you so much for joining us today i i felt like i was going to get something from this conversation but i got more than i could have imagined so thank you we appreciate you for spending your time with us and sharing with our audience can you please let them know where they can find you yes you can go to iamtonyjones.com to find where my music is my music is on all streaming platforms i do have a self-talk community called the living room where it's all about supporting women and their beingness we don't have workshops we don't have homework we don't have curriculum it's all about beingness and i've i've had it for two years and i've been very intentional with curating a space where women are being more and doing less and then um you can also follow me on twitter and Instagram at I am Tony Jones. Beautiful. Make sure y'all connect with Tony and YouTube. Stream and YouTube. Y'all connect with her everywhere she is. Stream her damn music. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She's powerful. Do. Thank you so much, Tony. Thank you. All right, y'all. More Black Girl Bravado coming up right after this. Okay, y'all. So now it is time for the well, if you ask me segment. Mm-hmm. So, One of my favorites. Yeah, it's the part of the show where we tell you how we really feel mm-hmm. about this self-affirmation business. So let's get it. So when we 
decided that we were going to have this conversation, I was excited because not only do I love Toni Jones and her music, but in my self-discovery, my journey of self-discovery, I've been trying to take note of what are what's the messaging that I'm constantly telling myself. Like, I might not vocalize it, but you know the little voice inside yeah. of our head. Like, yeah. what is that voice saying all the time? And so there's some things that I don't like. And one of them is that things are harder for me. Mm. For some reason, I tell myself that things are harder for me. Like, I have to work harder than everybody else. Not in the sense of like, you know, you're a hard worker, you're doing, you know, the things and then reaping the benefits. It's like things are easier for other people than they are for me. Mm. That's a message that I have been affirming. And maybe that's why I feel like I have to be super productive and really tap into my manifesting generator and always work, work, working and feeling a certain type of way when I need to rest because it's like, girl, you don't have the luxury of rest. Right, exactly. You You have to work harder. To get the things that you that you want to get. So it was that. And then I also have been affirming in my mind that I have slim pickings. Mm. And I'm like, bitch, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Because when you think that you have slim pickings, that's a scarcity mindset. And that affects a lot of the decisions that I make that have not been in my best interest. Mm. So. Those are two things that I do not need to be in my mind and the little voice in my head. I have been reframing those by coming up with some more positive affirmations to replace those. And I'm working on them. It's not just two. There's multiple that are coming out of me trying to change that voice that's inside of my head that has been repeating or affirming those negative thoughts. Yeah, I like it. What about you? Sitting here, I, I was reflecting as you were speaking, and I feel like, well, what I want to say is you have to really be mindful of even the negative things that you say because it'd be feeling like, oh, I'm not saying nothing. Exactly. And that's the <laughs> thing. You don't feel like you're saying anything, but because your actions no- are affirming the thought. Exactly. But what's wild is you don't even realize it. It's just baselines, like normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that the negative self-talk that I have is that I'm not impactful, mm. that I'm normal, basic. That's a good one. I mean, it ain't good. No, but but, but the the awareness that I'm really regular and maybe this whole thing is going to go back to normal one day. Bummer. I'm going to look up and it's just going to be like, girl, see, that is what I feel like in my spirit I'm wrestling with. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with being normal. No. I just don't think that I am. Mm. And so I, you don't think that you are, but then you still got it. I still act like I am. Yeah. And I go back and forth with that. And the part of me that wants to believe in my higher self and let that light shine is constantly in a battle with that older version of myself mm-hmm. or the version that was more normal. But this platform, this space that we hold lets me know that you ain't normal and I have to act like that. I have to believe it. I have to massage the idea. And until it's like, oh, a reality, a reality in your mind. And and the, and the part of me that makes me say, you're not impactful, girl, you're normal, allows me to believe that I'm also not creative, mm-hmm. you know, and that 
yeah, like ugh, just regular degular. Right. Regular degular girl. But that's dead. That's Al, honey. Like we mentioned at the top of the episode about affirmations being kind of like a surface level part of our practice. I've been working really hard to make it an intentional part of the practice. When I've been waking up in the morning for the past few days, I've been having things on my spirit. I love that. We love to have a thing on our spirit. I've been having things on my spirit. And so I've been using some of those things to turn them into affirmations Mm -hmm. that really feel like these are for you, bitch. Read them, write them, read them, believe them. (laughs) Write them, read them, believe them. (laughs) And um, I'm echoing your sentiments. And if you're someone who might be saying affirmations, schmaffirmations, I don't know what the hell we doing. We have tips and solutions, tricks, if you will. We do. There's not a one size fits all. We do like to allow you to leave here with something. It's easy to show up bold and confident. But it's if not. You're re- easier to show up on a surface level oh i'm like outside, not- to the outside people yeah. like you know she got together she cute she looks confident yeah. but if you really want to embody the feeling then i feel like this is a good step yeah. it's not the end all be all but it's a good step so let's get it let's get into these solutions so the first one and these are solutions that we compiled from healthline and um washington post great articles on both sites and they helped us come up with these awesome solutions for y'all yes so the first solution solution is to look for or create affirmations that resonate with you Mm -hmm. this one has been a game changer for me you have to get real specific because a lot of the affirmations that we are so used to seeing they're very generic right they're very broad and there's not a lot of resonance which makes it harder for us to even implement this into our routine because it's like, who are you talking to? Right. <laughs> who is that? And for? what y'all talking about? Right. That doesn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. But once you get specific and really like make these personal, you'll feel different about them because it's like, okay, this is for sure for me. Like for instance, one of the broad generic ones that I was saying was I'm a morning person. Mm-hmm. Once I realized that I needed to get a little bit more specific with the affirmations I was creating for myself, for Brittany, I said, instead of just saying I'm a morning person and wondering why I'm not getting my ass up, because you know why? I'm staying up late at night. Right. You're not doing the things. I'm not doing the things. I said, my affirmation can be. Come on, bring it around. My daily habits support the person that I want to be. And the person that you you want to be as a morning person, those daily habits will reinforce your, your desires. It's real simple. It's really simple. Yes. Can't just say I'm a morning person, but still doing non-morning person things. Mm -hmm. But when I'm affirming that my daily habits reinforce the person that I want to be or support the person that I want to be, there's an accountability piece there. Now I'm doing things that support the morning person type of person. (laughs) (laughs) That support being a morning person. I'm going to bed. I'm not having my phone by my nightstand. I'm shutting it down. Shut it down. Shut it down so you can get it up. Shut them down. (laughs) Shut Shut them down. Yes. Yes. Um, next tip, y'all, keep it two Virgils. Mm. Keep it one hundred with yourself. The 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 really important part about affirmations are being authentic. Being authentic and creating affirmations that truly have the effect that you need them to have. Mm-hmm. For instance, it's probably not beneficial to say, I'm a millionaire. This this might be your heart's desire. <laughs> but reciting, I am a millionaire and your account's overdrawn. Baby. There's no systems in place. You're spending your money like you're, 
you know, like you got it. Right. And we're working towards having it. Like you are a millionaire. Like you are one might not be as impactful as saying I make financial decisions to support my desire to be financially secure. Mm. It's different, right? It's acknowledging, again, the accountability where I currently am. I could be making better choices. I am making better choices. And that's going to put me on that pathway to being the person that I see myself being. And it could be a millionaire. It can be a millionaire. Yes. We have we have to make sure that we're using uh, affirmations, creating those affirmations that are impactful and authentic. Honesty is key. Honesty. Be honest with yourself. I love that tip. Mm -hmm. The next solution is to pair them with action. Affirmations are not the end all be all. They are not a magic fix. They are a starting point, right? So we're affirming ourselves, but we're also taking action Mm -hmm. so that these things can become a reality. Yeah. We got to move our feet. And pair them, like you said, pairing with action looks like I might need therapy. I might do some deeper work, some more self-love, some more self-worth work with the help of a trained, skilled professional to help my affirmations, to help me feel the way I want to feel and believe that these affirmations are actually. We talked about that, the self-worth piece. Yeah. There's things that have to happen. There's some habits that have to change to support the affirmation, to make the affirmation that might not quite be a reality become one. Yeah. We got to pair it. We got to do it. So we're saying the things, but we're also doing the things. Walking it like you're talking. Cue that song. That used to be our (laughs) shit. Banger. Walk it like I'm talking. Oh, RIP takeoff. Yes. Next, y'all, we got to be consistent. Building a practice around reciting your affirmations and being consistent about it is really going to make a difference here. We like saying our affirmations in the morning and in the evening. Another cheat code is to choose one affirmation for the week and say it in the morning, in the evening. Maybe you have your morning affirmation about your money and your nighttime affirmation about your habits Mm -hmm. you know figure it out figure out what works for you maybe it might be in the shower on the way to work figure out a time where you know you can be consistent like this is my affirmation time this is when I'm empowering myself this is when I'm speaking life into myself into my business into my family into my friends into my children this is when I'm making my reality I'm creating my reality this is that intentional time where I am creating my reality I love that and another way to help you with your consistency is like you kind of mentioned, is pairing them with things that you are already doing. So if you're doing yoga, you're saying these affirmations. If you're meditating, you're saying these affirmations. If you're brushing your teeth and you got the Tony Jones affirmation music on, you're killing two birds, one stump. Right. (laughs) And it helps with the consistency because it's like, I'm already doing this. I'm driving. I'm listening to this music. And I'm telling you, it gets into your spirit. Because that's the thing about Tony Jones. Hers have the resonance. I don't know if it's the black woman piece. I don't know if it's the sounds. Whatever it is, I feel them. It's working. I feel them. So, you know what? You can be consistent. Can. Another thing you got to be is patient. Mm-hmm. Patience is key, y'all. You might not feel the change. You might not start saying an affirmation and notice tomorrow. Okay, I'm feeling empowered. I'm feeling like a brand new her. Yeah, She's new. Yeah. But... We've been really heavy on the atomic habits, the small, tiny, marginal changes that are really going to make a big difference in your life. Keep going. Don't stop. It's going to be that one day. It's really not one day. It's all of your days. Those one things that you're doing every day that are making the, the most change. The work is never wasted. It's always stored. 
Mm. The scale is just going to tip one day and you're going to say, wow, all those months of doing my affirmations, I feel like the person I said I was going to be. I am the person that I said that I was going to be. I am a journaling girl. I am a working out girl. Mm-hmm. I am a Pilates mommy. I am financially secure. And it's not a be only because you were affirming yourself, but you believed mm. in yourself. You know, we change those neural pathways to actually believe and create this reality. And now here we are standing in the middle of it. Y'all, this podcast is an affirmation. Baby. It's our manifestation. We said so many. We we done put where the money resides right here on this little board. And the money resides. <laughs> and the money resides here. here. You know, there's so many things that we're constantly doing and constantly working towards to shift where we are. And don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged by where you are currently because where you're going is real lit. It's beautiful. I'm working on getting to my place too, but I'm not going to stop. No, we ain't stopping. We just getting started. Come on, Diddy. And you're right. Belief is the first step. You will be surprised of where you can go with just believing. There's so many things that we affirm for ourselves. Bitch, that's going to be us. And it was us. It was us. It's been us. It's been us. And And it's still us. It could be you too. Like belief is real. And I know it can feel hard when you have a low self-worth or you've just been faced with challenge after challenge. But like you said, Germany, we have the power to reprogram these neural pathways and get better for ourselves. It's always a choice. How are you choosing? Mm. Choose that. Now it is time for us to jump into our I did that shit segment where we brag on ourselves for doing dope shit and share it with y'all. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what have you done? Let me know. I've been doing my thing. Okay. Okay. So, you know how sometimes we talk about shit on here and we forget about the things that we talked about. Some of the small things that we should be implementing. Yeah. Let me tell you how I did that shit. I decided instead of, plugging my phone in on my nightstand on the side of my bed that I plug my phone in and charge outside of my room Mm. and now on my nightstand rest my book and my journal I love it I'm on a streak yay (laughs) I am on a streak of journaling y'all this is the most consistent I've been with journaling in ever I have been waking up every morning and the first thing I do is journal now I will say I need to have some prompts on deck because the other day I woke up and I I didn't have nothing on my my spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did not have anything on my spirit. I said, I got to be prepared for when there's nothing here (laughs) to put it on the page. But um, I really did that shit. And I've been proud of myself for this little streak that I've been on with journaling because for so long, I just felt like I don't journal. Yeah, I'm not a journaling journaling girl. girl. But I am. I am whatever I want to be. And I'm your journaling girl right now. And I haven't been writing hella much, but I've been writing. But it's been getting on a page. And that's all that counts, baby. It don't got to be hella much. It's on the page. Their thoughts. Their thoughts. And and it's been good for me. So I did that shit. Love it. I'll be joining you. Join me. I'll be joining you this week. I just got to get my things. You know, I'm easing into the new year. I'm trying to collect all my stones, my infinity stones. Is making his yeah putting it in place yeah do take your time you got you got it to take yes yes yes. 
Okay, y'all, so pivoting to our last segment, it's time to pick up a pen. We're dropping a gem, honey. And this is the segment where we get to share with you um, content, tea, beauty hacks, all the things that's checking us, wrecking us, inspiring us, motivating us, helping us show up as the bad bitches that we are. Yes. And we need to share with y'all. Don't be surprised, honey, but this week the gem is Tony's Affirmation Albums. Make sure you're listening wherever you get your streams and stream music. But Spotify is our girl. Mm-hmm. Download the albums. They will get you together. It's worth listening to. Just it press is. play. Like she said, I recommend you guys start at the I am mantras. Mm. A recommend a personal wreck, a personal wreck. Let us know how you love them. We love them. We're sure you will, too. That brings us to the end of our show. Y'all. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Next week, we are going to have our episode on Overwhelm Freeze. Overwhelm Freeze is actually what we're That's talking about. That's what we're about. talking about. You probably don't know what that is, but come back and we'll tell you. We will. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye.